I think we can all come together and agree that the Sixers are playing some pretty damn good ball right now. We'll talk about how they pulled off yet another impressive win last night in Sacramento here on Philly Take with RB. Perfect. What is going on, everyone? RB here. Welcome into the show. Like always, hit the like button if you enjoy the content. Subscribe by hitting that red button down below and hit the bell so you don't miss any of the upcoming coverage. We're usually live every game. We drop videos, recaps, news, interviews, collabs, all that stuff here on the show. Could not go live last night as I was actually covering the Eagles playoff game over on A to Z Philly. Be sure to check that out. It was a lot of fun. And, you know, after I got done doing that and, you know, it was an amazing night in general. I barely slept. The adrenaline rush was going. I'm still pumped up here on Sunday afternoon. And, you know, after the Eagles massive win in the playoffs, you know, I'm scrolling through the Philly Take Discord chat. Shout out to everyone on the Discord chat. Be sure to join that up. The link is down below. And they're telling me, yo, RB, you got to tune into the Sixers game. They were down 21, you know. No hard and no Embiid. I'm like, okay, this will probably be one of those losses, right? Kings are on a six-game win streak. I'm like, okay, you know, they're resting, injury rest, whatever. That's what they said was the designation. I kind of thought more of, eh, James and Joel want to watch the Eagles game. That's the matter. But anyway, the Sixers are down 21, and they end up coming back to take down the Sacramento Kings. No hard and no Embiid. The Sixers have now won five in a row. They go 5-0 and on the West Coast trip where they usually do not play that well. And they're now 30 and 16. This team is absolutely incredible right now. And for all the people out there that say, oh, well, they haven't played anybody. Well, guess what? The Kings are the third team in the West. Like I said, they were on a six-game win streak. They were playing pretty good ball, man. And they were on their home floor. The crowd was, was going. And the Sixers go in there, and they steal a tough game. We'll talk about how this happened and more. But before we do so, shout out. To the sponsor of today's show, Manscaped. And uh, Manscaped actually has some breaking news on their front. They have released their newest product. Yes, that's right. They've entered the market of beard products and are now uh, selling the brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. This cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that comes with 20 different hair cutting lengths with only one guard. Yes, that's right. You can cut your beard 20 different lengths in just one guard. It is waterproof and it has a titanium coated T-blade that is tough on your hair but smooth on the skin, leading to better efficiency and a better process overall. Their Pro Kit actually comes with beard shampoo and conditioner, which is designed to moisturize, reduce ingrown hairs, and promote beard health. Beard oil, which relieves dryness on the beard and the skin. And lastly, the Beard Balm, which better helps the overall shape. Their Pro Kit also comes with three free gifts, a brush, comb, and scissors. So be sure to check out this brand new game-changing product by going down below in the description or pin in the comment section. Click the link, go check it out. And use promo code Philly Take for 20% off and free shipping. Okay. So what the heck happened last night in this Sixers game? If I'm being honest, yeah, I, I didn't watch the first two and a half quarters of this game. I was watching the Eagles covering them. And once again, you know, I mean, how did they come back? What happened? Apparently it was a miserable first half. I went back, watched the highlights. And, you know, one of those games where nothing could get going. Maxie was in the starting five and you know, you had the, all the, the, the guys just struggling, right? The Kings had their highest points in an entire half this season with 74, and they were up big at halftime. But the Sixers came out, they rebounded, they stayed tough, and I'm just so impressed with how this team continues to win games. They've learned how to win, 
And even when you don't have your two main anchors, you're not even supposed to be in this game. And the Sixers actually pulled off against a pretty good Kings team this year. And uh, I was just very impressed. So we'll talk about uh, really what happened in that second half. Before we do so, actually, let's take a look, quick glance at the uh, standings. Because here are the updated standings as of this morning. Sixers now sit at the number two seed by themselves. A game up on Milwaukee. Milwaukee has been struggling lately. The Nets have been struggling without KD. Cleveland has been struggling. You know, Miami's not really having a good year at all. And uh, another team I thought would be in the mix, Toronto, is uh, not even in the top 10 in the East. So uh, right now, the East is wavering. They do not look as strong as people thought in the first couple months of the season. Boston's still at the top. But, yo, the Sixers are climbing up, and they look like a really good team. And you know what the scariest part of it all is? The Sixers missed a month of Tyrese Maxey. The Sixers missed a month of James Harden. Joel Embiid missed time. They haven't even played that many games together. The starting court. Imagine when they really get that glue down. Yo, this team could be scary. I'm telling you, do not sleep on the Sixers. Haven't heard a peep from the, the talking heads. Haven't heard a peep from anybody. So I have to say it, man. Everybody is playing their ass off right now. And Doc Rivers deserves a lot of credit, too, because he's coaching his ass off right now. He's making the right adjustments. He's staying with the same kind of consistent rhythm and, you know, not letting guys, um, you know, go off a little bit and then taking them out of the mix. And then, you know, he's staying consistent and he's doing the right thing. And the offense looks more creative. I'm loving what I'm seeing. And right now, everybody deserves credit. Do I think Doc is the long term answer? Do I still like him? Probably not. But you have to give credit where it's due. It doesn't matter who it is on the team. Everybody right now deserves credit for the way the Sixers have turned around what felt like a tumultuous start. When you're 12 and 12, you lose to the Rockets. Everybody thought this team was uh, was falling down the avalanche. And uh, right now, I mean, they're playing good ball. They're playing good ball. So anyway, Tyrese Maxey ended up with, uh, what, 32 points last night. And he had 21 in the second half. And I watched, you know, again, the third quarter, the end of the third quarter, fourth quarter live. And he was just making good decisions with the basketball. He was making good plays down the stretch. And uh, Tyrese Maxey is just, I mean, he's just matured, man. He's just matured. He's back. He's healthy. And obviously yesterday he was coming off the, or starting. Usually he comes off the bench now for the last couple of games. And it's been really helpful. But he was asked to do more yesterday. And of course, who wouldn't expect Tyrese Maxey to rise to the occasion? But here are my two favorite plays after going back and looking at the rest of the game that I liked from Tyrese Maxey. Here's one of them. Tobias gets doubled up top. Look at this. Maxey from the logo. Oh, boy, man. If he starts doing that more, which I know he can, that's going to be dangerous. That's going to be dangerous. Here's the other one that I really liked from Maxey. Uh, again, Tobias draws a double team. Nice find by Toby. And look at Maxey. He's going to go to the side. Step it back. Bang. Tyrese Maxey is adding so much to his game. There were a lot of plays in this game, too, where uh, he went downhill right to the basket, didn't hesitate, which we kind of saw last year from Tyrese Maxey. And uh, he's just making really good decisions with the ball, and he's so fast. I mean, they can't stop him. And, and one thing I noticed about Maxey, we always talk about how um, he has a little bit of an unnatural kind of uh, footing and landing when it comes to you know getting near the basket, but it doesn't matter, man. He's very balanced um, when driving to the basket, and he's very balanced, and he knows how to kind of like torque his body uh, to put himself in the best situation, even around multiple defenders. Like nothing really phases him in his pursuit to the basket. And and it's something I really like uh, about the craftiness of a young Tyrese Maxey. But 
we look at the box score, man. Uh, Maxi with 32, six dimes. That's all you can ask for with him stepping up. Trez got the start. He went seven for eight from the field with 17. Love it. Tobias, seven for 13. Everybody playing efficient. Uh, and, you know, Melton had 14, you know, seven rebounds, five assists, three steals, uh, stuff in the stat sheet. One guy I want to point out as well, uh, George Niang. Obviously, he's my guy, but in general, man, I feel like people continue to sleep on George Niang. It, it's crazy. Look at the deal that he is on and look at the way the Sixers, you know, have gotten so much value out of him, right? Everybody came out the beginning of the season. Oh, George Niang is trash. He can't play. I haven't heard a peep giving this guy credit. I've been here all season saying, just give him a shot. Give him a chance. He was injured last year in the playoffs. He wasn't feeling the best. You could see it the way he was moving around. He's the perfect complement around James, Joel, the two-man game that they run. And George Niang last night hit a couple big shots in the fourth quarter, 17 off the bench. The Sixers have, have been seeking a guy for years that could give them off the bench what George Niang is every single game. He has been so, so efficient. Three for five from deep. He's an energy guy, six rebounds. I mean, the guy just continues to produce, and he's on such a minimal contract. The value is insane. George Niang is a guy I would look at to re-sign this summer. I don't know how much he's going to be worth at this point, but guess what? George Niang is a guy you need on this team. He is a perfect fit around what the Sixers like to do. Here uh, George Niang's numbers actually in January so far. 28 for 58 from three. 72% true shooting. This comes from Thiago on Twitter. So, um, yeah, George Yang is doing it, guys. George Yang has been maybe the best bench piece for this team. Obviously, Maxie's going to come off the bench now. And I think Maxie's dribble drive, creating space, and you know, also drawing defenders off of other players can really open up Niang even more. Uh, and I really like what Niang is doing for this team. And obviously, Shake Milton had a pretty good night last night. He had 15, 5 for 12. Uh, every guy's contributing, and I think the the biggest thing, because as you look down the stretch of this game, it was close, it was tough. You're going up, you know, against an all-star Sabonis. De'Aaron Fox has been great. Uh, Murray's been great. And the Sixers, you know, they won a tight game. The, the crowd was going nuts, and the last possession, uh, Matisse Thibel kind of cheated over a little bit. He probably shouldn't have, and, you know, he pushed up a little bit too much on Harrison Barnes, and um if I'm being honest, you know, I didn't think it was a shooting foul. And everybody in the Discord chat kept telling me throughout the game, the refs were kind of one-sided. So I'm not sure I didn't really see most of the game. Uh, but that last foul, the ball don't lie, right? Like Matisse Thibault did not foul him in shooting motion. But of course they give it to him. Uh, and Harrison Barnes ends up missing the free throw. And then he had to miss the last one intentionally. Kings couldn't tip it back in. But those are the types of situations in the past where the Sixers would have lost that game, right? They make a bonehead mistake like Thibel did, and they would end up choking that game. But nah, this team has learned how to win, and they're just winning games right now. Again, going to get very tough in the next month and a half. But right now, we have no reason to believe the Sixers can't keep up this success because they are playing well as a unit. Everybody's contributing. Nobody seems to be like an issue uh, above the rest that's, that's like holding the team back from winning games right now. And now, you know, the people can't say you're not beating anybody. We The Sixers are beating teams, and they just went 5-0 and on the West Coast trip, which is something they don't usually do. So now they have some, some days off the rest before they play the Brooklyn Nets. I can't wait for this one. I wish it was fully healthy, man. The Sixers are going to get it done, man. So those are my thoughts. Give me yours down below in the comment section. How would you feel about this game last night and the way the team is playing? 
Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and like always, I will catch you all in the next one. Peace. Peace.